How's it going? Hi, I'm Edgar Otraves, bringing you another episode of the Flow Row Podcast. Now, today on the show, my co-host will be Cousin Primo, and we're going to be going back in time. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a kung fu classic known as the Five Deadly Venoms. Now, if you're new to the show, make sure you check out our website, theflowrollpodcast.com, so you can find out more about us. You'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can purchase some of our merchandise and help out the podcast. Now, for those of you who don't know, The Five Deadly Venoms is a kung fu classic. It was one of those movies that you would watch on Samurai Sunday. I don't know if that's a thing across the country, but it was a block of like kung fu movies that would happen on Sunday. I would get out of church, go visit grandma, and everybody would be at grandma's. And we would watch kung fu movies while grandma would make a bunch of grandma food. Sometimes there would be a big meal or sometimes it was just pastries and some coffee. And we would all hang out there. We would watch kung fu movies because it was Samurai Sunday. And we would go outside afterwards and beat the crap out of each other with our newfound kung fu skills that we just watched on TV. I don't know if this movie holds up, but it was great watching it. And I highly recommend that if you have not watched this movie, you go watch it because spoilers are coming. All right. So you've been warned. Now on with the show. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. I am Edgar Otra Vez. Otra Vez. Otra Vez con estos mamones. And, uh, and today on the show, I have Cousin Primo. What's up, Primo? What's up, man? Primo. He's in the house. Oh, yeah, brother. What's up, man? So you lost. So before we get started, you have been in the 30-Day Hustle Challenge with our buddy Chris over at uh, Hustle Fitness over here in Willowbrook, you have lost, in 30 days, you've lost 0.5% body fat, right? Yeah, so, it's falling off on me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know that probably doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Like, in 30 days, it's it's an effort, man. And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I lost half a, half a percent as well, but there is somebody in the challenge, last I heard, lost like 3%. Yes. Yes. And she's part of the crew. She's part of our crew, yeah. Yes. So, um, man, I think she's probably going to be the one to win, but we'll see. We'll see what the, what the numbers turn up. Chris mm-hmm. is still taking all the uh, measurements. And uh, for all I know, maybe half the team already fell off, but we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I have the belt. I sent you guys a picture. Yeah, I see yeah. I, I sent you guys a, the picture for the belt. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, uh, I can't wait to give that shit away because I know I'm not winning. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, man, this one was harder than the first challenge. I don't know if it was for you, but. Well, I. I the oh, other, you weren't the in the first challenge. We, we weren't. I wasn't in the first one, first of all. Yeah. The uh, the other time we did it, you know, I was like, I stayed the same. You know, the very first time you guys did. And. um. Actually, I fell off of it because I was like, ugh, it's, it's too hard. It's hard, yeah. It's hard, okay? So I say, I just said, fuck it, I want a cheeseburger. So, <laughs> oh, shit, you just put that thought in my head. Fucker. What, cheeseburger? <laughs> I, I want a cheeseburger. <laughs> Do that cheeseburger, no. <laughs> everybody so, on this motherfucking, everybody who's listening to this fucking podcast is going to want a cheeseburger after this motherfucker. And, and, and everybody who knows me knows I love cheeseburgers. <laughs> everybody who knows me knows I love a motherfucking taco. But oh, dude, 
I'll tell you a little story a little bit about that. Um, but yeah, dude, it was like, it was, you know, the first time I didn't do it and I fell off of it. And this one here, I said, I said to myself, I'm going to finish this. And I did. I started, I started weak, but I ended up strong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Losing that, ha- that 0.5% of body fat, you know, and they were, everyone was telling me, Hey man, that's, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. You got your crazy hardcore people like our, one of our own members who lost like 3% of body fat. 3%. That's crazy, crazy. Yeah. yeah. He said that was crazy, crazy, you know, but like, Hey, he said, you did something, you lost something. Mm-hmm. And it was, I lost a little bit of weight on my chest. I lost, I lost a little bit on my, and that's where I think he said the waist. Yeah. So I said, okay. And he goes, I said, okay, cool. You know, and, and then when he said, to, to me, it was like 5%. I mean, it's nothing. That's, that's, that's a toll, you know, but um, they were like very proud of it. They were like, Hey, you, that's an accomplishment. That's something that not a lot of people can say, you know, in 30 days, you know, but Hey, I think, but, uh, I think that's huge, man. I think that's huge. I mean, okay. So like maybe uh, I, I know, look, like, first of all, let's let's be real first we're 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 at least you and me we're middle-aged guys right Uh, we're we're not we're not young guys we're not ufc fighters we're not fitness gurus we're not you know we don't we have day jobs right we have responsibilities uh, and, and uh we're not like you know some of these athletes who can lose 20 pounds in 10 days just by yeah. sitting there. Just by, yeah, no. <laughs> no, we have we have injuries, we have problems, you know. I have a back problem. Dude, you know, I'm at this new jujitsu place and they have a heavy bag that I've been salivating to hit like since I started there, you know. So it's like mm. finally I go take the kids. Uh, I think it was Tuesday, and the heavy bags and stuff were free. So I was like, I'm gonna go over there and hit the shit out of these bags. I'm kicking, I'm getting warmed up, I'm feeling good. I start kicking real fucking hard, right? But I'm still a little rusty. So not everything is popping like it should. Like uh, you know, like like my punches, the timing and the and the weight and all that stuff, it's it's off by like a half, you know, millisecond or something like. So things are not popping like they 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 used to and you know and i'm old right so i'm I'm punching the bag you know i was kicking the bag too and i'm kicking real real hard or as hard as i i can I'm, I'm thinking i'm kicking hard so then i'm kicking the bag i mistimed the bag the bag swings away no the bag swings away and comes back at me and as it's coming back at me i mistime it and don't kick it when i should i kicked it a little too early and i mm. hyper extended my foot so like I, oh. instead of kicking it with my shin, like I'm supposed to, I ended up kicking it with my foot. And plus that wouldn't have happened if I would have kicked a little higher, but I was throwing leg kicks and I was being lazy, kind of, you know, like bad form, <laughs> all kinds of things going wrong. And then finally, like I hyper extended my foot backwards, I think. And man, did it fucking hurt, dude. I, uh, I was like, shit, that fucking hurt. Did I fuck up something, you know? So mm-hmm. then like I'm I'm bouncing around, I'm punch I'm punching the bag, but I'm like trying to keep an eye on my foot. And I'm thinking Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking there's something wrong, right? I sit down and take a round off. I look at my foot, it seems fine. I get up, I move around, I do a little more, but I don't I don't kick the bag anymore, right? I said I better stop that shit, right? Mm-hmm. I, w- I wake up 
uh, what was this? This was Tuesday, so it was today. I wake up today, and my foot is swollen. <laughs> oh, are you serious? I, yeah, I, I'm like fucking hobbling around. I went to Hustle Fitness this morning, and I said, fuck it. Couldn't do jumping jacks. Couldn't do any of the fucking things. Some of the simplest things, for some reason, my foot's connected to it. I'm like, why does it matter if I'm doing shoulder presses? Why does it fucking matter that my foot is injured? You know, but somehow it does. Anyway, uh, long story short, like I'm saying, we have injuries. We're also kind of like maybe not as athletic as we should be, you know, or maybe we don't have the coordination that we used to have. All that shit mm-hmm. said, you know, this is hard. This is hard for us, right? And uh, yeah, and I think I think people don't realize, you know, oh, this this shit's hard. Because I remember being in the gym as a kid, eighteen year old kid, you know, hitting the bag, wailing on the bag and shit, thinking I'm cool, and looking around and then seeing you know middle aged folk struggling with fucking jumping jacks, and thinking the fuck is wrong with you just do the jumping jacks you know yeah. or they're sitting there and then they're struggling with the fucking push-ups and i'm like just do the fucking push-up you know no motherfucker <laughs> you have no idea that shit's hard now that i'm on the other side of that i'm the middle-aged yeah. fuck who's trying to do push-ups who can't do push-ups you know fucking chris had to show me i didn't realize i guess I, i'm doing push-ups really poorly and yeah, uh, same here man. <laughs> yeah like he he said hey you, you you should do it this way and blah 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 he busted my balls a little bit i thought it was funny but he was, yeah. was like right, okay so now try some, try doing some push-ups and i'm like motherfucker i've been doing push-ups <laughs> you know apparently we all been doing them wrong uh, apparently okay. yeah we I, don't know because <laughs> i mean it, the same thing happened to me today when i went to the class and he's like keep your arms in shoulders straight go there go. every push-up a bone popped Whoa. I swear, dude, my elbow was popping. Like, I felt like a fucking transformer. You want to hear that snap? Yeah. I was like, no. And they go, is that your arm? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you want to stop? No, let's keep going. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here to do this. Let's do this, man. No, then they were showing me how to like squat right. They were showing me how to do. People and fall you know, off, or they, they go different days, you know. Yeah. Like usually, they and they and uh, you can ask Chris, bro. I came, I walked in today, and everybody's like, "Tito, hi, hi, hi," and I was like, "Oh, how you doing?" And it's all the people that I worked out with on Friday, Friday nights, and Monday, Monday nights. Mm-hmm. They came in early, and I'm like, "Damn, that sucks." Yeah. Now, and like this Friday, since I worked out today, I'm not gonna work out Saturday. I'm not gonna work out Friday, but they did show me some stuff that we do straighten up my legs. I plan on doing that twice a day, but I plan to go back on Monday and keep going my routine every Monday, every Friday, every Monday, every Friday, every Monday, every Friday. Fridays are the are the fucking bomb, bro. Dude, I love that Fast Furious Fridays, man. That yeah. shit's tight. Love that shit, bro. The fucking Fridays are the fucking bomb, dude. Like all the other shit, that's that's work. Like that's the work. That's the work you need to put in to get mm-hmm. to Friday. Cause oh, Friday man. is fucking is is fun, dude. Like I'll put in the work just to get to Friday, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah, this shit, this mountain climber, this and fucking, you know, uh, battle ropes, that all that shit. That's fine, you know. Like I'll do all the hard work because mm-hmm. it'll make me strong for Friday. And get to Friday, then that shit. That's that's when I fucking just fucking pour sweat, bro. Dude. 
sweat just fucking, i'm just like fucking drenched yeah. it's, it's like if i do push-ups my face is on the floor of just pure sweat <laughs> you know like on, especially on fridays because i yeah. just love doing the battle rolls man i love doing yeah. the slams the everything you know? yeah that's that's what it is about fridays right this it's all the it's all the dope training like the fucking the yeah. kettlebells the battle ropes it's all that shit right on fridays mm-hmm. yeah but the other days the other days it's like hard shit right like, it's like on fridays it's upper body which is which i've noticed i mean he does do the squats and i uh-huh. do burpees the other day too you know but it's like more like i had four sets and it all was like slams that the the whatever what do they call those the fast ones the battle the battle ropes the battle ropes that we're gonna do it real fast what do they call that An- angulations or, yeah angulations is like I first forgot, start with then the second starts off with that with uh slams and you got like boom you got slams yeah, then you go the back slams. to angulations and yeah dude I was, I was loving that shit dude i love that shit that shit's dope like that mm-hmm. i'm happy to hear that you're you're thinking about seriously uh continuing on there that that'll be dope man i think it'll be good for you man really yep. you know he's a, yeah, he's a good cat there too man yeah, I need to because uh, I have two grandkids. I'm gonna have to start running away from. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Abuelito Tito can't play there right now. Abuelito Tito, holy shit! Yeah, bro, Abuelito Abuelo, Tito. bro, your fucking grandpa. Yeah. You're gonna be a grandpa twice. Twice over. What are you talking about? Oh snap, bro! She she's got another one on the way. Is that what it is? She had it already. Oh, she had it already. Yeah, I, remember, I told you she had it in uh, November. I remember she had, she had one. Like, oh fuck, bro! Damn, bro. Oh, we're That's... old, bro. We don't remember shit. Fuck, bro. That's <laughs> were you again? I'm sorry. Fuck, bro. <laughs> Damn, bro. Your grandpa, bro. Grandpa, bro. Twice? I didn't look it. I didn't look it, bro. Everyone's <sighs> asking me. Hey, they think Danny's older than me. Your abuelito tito. Abuelito is that, tito, bro. Is that what they're calling you? Yeah, that's what I want them to call me. Hell yeah. Abuelito Abuelito Tito. Abuelito. 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 Holy shit. Yeah, bro. Holy shit, bro. I can't get over this. This is fucking (laughs) rough, man. Because you're not (laughs) even that old, bro. Like, Okay, I'm I'm 48, first of all. I don't look it. Yeah, you don't look 48, first of all. I don't look 48, first of all. I'm 48. I turned 49 this year. Mm. Okay. You're like and, a fucking piss throw away from fucking 50, bro. No, dude, don't even say that shit to me. You're fucking, dude, you're almost 50. I'm a half a decade old. No, thank you. Fuck. Yep. My cousin, my homie, my, my, my bro that I grew up with is almost fucking 50. Well, Coco's 50 already. Coco's fifty. Shit, bro. I don't even. I yeah. Didn't, I don't even. You see, but Coco kind of looks fifty. <laughs> <laughs> just busting balls, Coco. In case you're listening, just busting balls. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, enough of this nonsense. I'm feeling. I'm beginning. To, I'm, I'm getting depressed, man. <laughs> you're feeling old, huh? I'm feeling old. Let's move on to fucking I, I, other I talk. So, talking about this movie's gonna make you feel older. Yeah, I know, right? So, um. <laughs> Speaking about old, we're talking about an old movie. We're going to do a retrospective on the amazing cult classic, The Five Deadly Venoms. Now, if you guys know anything about kung fu movies, you've heard that name, The Five Deadly Venoms, before. 
and mm-hmm. I have, I'll be honest, I know I've seen this movie before. I know I had to have. I don't remember this movie. Me neither. So Me I, neither. But I know I watched it. I know I watched it before because I remember renting this movie and purposely mm-hmm. watching it because it was a Kung Fu classic. And right. I don't, and, but I was so young, I don't remember. But anyway, like, uh, so I watched it last night and I was like, damn, this movie, this movie's pretty good, you know? So, um, I asked you to kind of put together a synopsis. So why don't you go ahead and give us a quick little rundown of what the story is for this, uh, five deadly venoms movie. Thank you. Well, to start off, the movie starts off where a dying master is request, sends off his latest pupil to go find five of his old pupils. Now, first of all, this is a, he is a grandmaster of a poison clan, which he knows how to, he taught these five pupils five different styles of Kung Fu. One being scorpion, snake, centipede, lizard, and toad. Each one had a unique fighting style. He decides to send his last pupil to go make sure that these guys are not doing evil stuff with the knowledge of the poison clan. So he sends his latest pupil, which he knows a little bit of every art, but is not a master of of any of them. Just enough for him to survive, pretty much. Yeah. Now, he goes and uh, the teacher explains to him that centipede and snake are the first two that he trained, which is one and two. Okay. Then the next one was. uh, I believe it was frog, wasn't it? Frog and lizard are the other two that know each other. Mm. But nobody knew who Scorpion was. Okay. Okay. That's why he always appeared with a mask. And nobody knew who he was. Scorpion was number three, right? He was number three. He was the one Mm. in the middle. So he was like the third pupil that he trained by himself. Now, he sends the young guy, the last of his pupils, to go find his master. So that he can wrong the rights of the clan by donating the money of the clan to help others. At the same time, the other four, the other five are looking for that same master. Two to preserve the clan, the other one to the other two are to steal, keep the money for themselves. Now so happens that they're all all five of them are in the same town yeah maybe it was just maybe it was the one across the street you know i think i think what happened is like uh they figured out where the money was they went to find that master right and then when when the word got out then like everybody started going there to find the money so exactly uh, and and then no 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 it's 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 a hard movie to follow because exactly it, it was it was tough in places. I had a hard time figuring out because they at times they would call each other number one, number two, number three, etc. Or they would call right. each other the scorpion, the lizard, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, what the fuck? Like, stick to one naming convention. Like, who the fuck is who? You know? 
So well, this first is of all, this movie. This movie was translated into English, and for all we know, they probably did call him by the real name instead of just one, two lizard snake. You know, yeah. it's all who, crazy. You know? Yeah, who knows what they're actually saying, right? Right. So anyway, continue. Well, being us nerds, we we're the ones who actually pay attention. To this shit, <laughs> <laughs> so the hunt is on to find out who the old teacher is, to get the money, and to either profit or redeem the clan. So, as we all know, for, for those people who watch the movie, uh, Snake and Centipede join forces to steal the money, while Toad and Lizard are there to help preserve the money and give it to give those to, to help out the clan to wrong the rights of the clan okay and scorpion well he wants it all for himself pretty well, much scorpion wanted to kill everybody else too right that's what i'm saying he wanted to keep yeah. the money for himself and kill everybody kill everybody but i think i think he just wanted to be the last person of the venoms like he didn't want I, another venom existing i think he just wanted to be the last venom you're right about that you're right about that he wanted to be the only master of the venom clan yeah that's what it was i think so, so but like he also wanted the money of course you know like right. who and wouldn't they, want the money <laughs> yeah who wouldn't want the money right yeah and they centipede and snake actually find the old master but the old master never reveals where he hid the money so they kill him yeah right so but they didn't notice that there was a witness and that witness i sort of jumped a little gun there to find out, uh, well, first of all, Toad and Lizard are are, are teammates. Yeah. First of all, and to- um, Lizard is actually a police officer. Yes. From that town. So, what happens is they're they're trying to preserve, like I said, they're trying to preserve the money and give it to those to correct the wrongs of the clan that they did to the other people. So now. Lizard has to investigate who killed the old master. But a witness comes clean and says, hey, it was this bearded guy who happens to be Centipede, right? And then also Snake is a very wealthy man in that town. Mm. So he bribes the judge to convince to convince the witness that it was Toad, who happens to be number four, number five, to that he's the person that killed the old man yeah now among the shadows you see a when they killed the old man someone shows up and rips open a candle and finds a map later on it reveals to be scorpion yes okay so now it's all about the corrupt judge killing innocent people fight breaks out a lot of kung fu scorpions centipede toes lizards they all fight each other yeah and at the same time the guy who has no martial arts skill i mean has no um, mastery of any skill is in there working over everybody yeah trying to find out who he can trust who he cannot trust at the end of all this he makes he confesses to one of them that hey the master sent me to help redeem the, the clan he finds out that lizard is the only good guy there he's left because at this point left i should say left you're right about that he's left because while all this is going on they blame they they lock up toad 
they convince him, they come, they convict him of the murder of the that old man's whole entire family. First of all, the whole family was killed. Even the kid, yeah, the you, the you clan, I think it was called. Yeah, the you, the young, the young family. Oh, the young family. Okay, the young family. Right. So from there, um, the judge has been corrupted by the snake, and they make it so that he is the one that killed of the fam- the killed of the family. Yeah, they, so, they they frame him. Yeah, they frame, frame him for the murder. They mm-hmm. frame Toad for the murder of the Yin family. So he resists like like anyone who's innocent would. But Snake convinces the judge. The judge convinces uh, an officer of the court to frame him, uh, poison him, pay off whoever he needs to pay off to make it so that Toad is the one that's going to pay for the who is sentenced. For this murder mm-hmm. all right at the same time the judge sends off lizard away to run an errand so that he doesn't interfere yeah right so snake and centipede make a device called the iron maiden to find out to torture toad yeah to make okay. him confess to make him confess right now i skipped a couple things no, no, you're good. Uh, the, what I really wanted to, to explain was the art of each of these individuals. Let's go through the story and we'll talk about that at the end. Okay, no problem. So from there, they find out that Scorpion shows up while the trial of Toad, where they're trying to torture him with the Iron Maiden, and finds the weak point of his body that makes his which, by the way, his fighting style is that he's invulnerable. Mm-hmm. He's, he's slow but strong, but invulnerable. But he has one weak spot. The point is, where is that weak spot? So that was the whole point of creating the Iron Maiden. And when it didn't work, Scorpion interfered mm-hmm. and found his weak point. Now they torture him. His martial arts is no good no more. They, they kill him. Yeah. They kill him in jail. After that, they kill the witness. And then they make it like he hung himself. Right. They make it like he hung himself, the, the toad. Toad. They make it how they kill himself. Then they go after the witness who pointed out as toad. And they kill him by sticking a needle in his nose. No, my fault. They stick a needle through his throat. Through his hook. throat. Yeah. The, and the, they, and the, the, the witness. witness. Yeah. Right. So they go after the bailiff or the... Uh, the assistant, whatever, and they stick a needle through his nose. Yeah, he, he was the the guy that the guy you're talking about, the bailiff or guard or whatever he was. Yeah, he was part of drugging, the cor- drugging right. the the drugging Toad and getting him right. weakened and and messed up and and actually f- stringing him up and hanging him. So like oh, he, he was, was involved also, in in the whole he, death. He's the one who he's the one who killed him. Because he was so weak, he couldn't move. He just put a wet towel over his face. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. He suffocated him. So, like, So he's the one who was responsible for the murder of Toad. Mm-hmm. But it was all part of the judges and Snake's uh, corruption. Yeah. Right? Now, after all that said and done, Lizard returns to find out that his friend Toad is dead. Yeah. That he hung himself. He's like, I don't believe it. Blah, 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 bullshit. Right? So, 
he gets upset. He tries to find out what happened. They tell him it's over. It's over. He confessed. He's like, no, I don't believe it. He's like, he, he confessed. Leave it alone. He's, get out of here. Pretty much that's what the judge says. Yeah. So he's upset. He goes to the local bar, starts drinking. And the coroners are the one who actually come clean and tell him what really happened. So he goes off for revenge now. But his buddy, the uh, the pupil, mm-hmm. who has no martial arts, he now well, tells he, him, hey, he has, um, Go ahead, I'm sorry. The, the teacher, he's like, Oh, teacher sent me. And he goes, Okay, he goes, but I know martial arts, but I don't know. I have to pick a style. I have to be learned in order for me to fight these guys. So he, he knows them. He knows them all, but he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. He's not the best at at all at any of them. He's no. He, he's a. Uh, he's uh He's got a well rounded venom skill. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, Toad uh, Lizard actually shows him his art. So now he is a master of lizard venom technique. Mm-hmm. So they now figure out ways of how to defeat Scorpion and Snake together and scorpion but they never revealed that he knew how to fight scorpion because they don't at this point they still don't know who scorpion is yeah right and what ends up happening is they both decide it's time to confront these two guys so they go to the rich guys um Snakes is la- uh, layer lair. house or house, whatever. I, I don't even know what you would call it because like it's yeah. it's like a grand house, right? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so they go to his lair, okay, uh-huh. and there they confront the chief of police as they're entering. Which mm-hmm. I start. I sort of should have mentioned that this guy was actually a supporter of Blizzard throughout the movie until this point of the movie mm-hmm. where he shows up and they said, what are you doing here? So well, I'm here to help you. Yeah. And he goes, why aren't you in uniform? He goes, I quit the force. Yeah. Cause he was so also he just, a police officer. Right. He was the chief of police. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. So he decides, fuck it. I'm going to quit too. Yeah. So now it's now three, but they still don't know why he's there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's there to help, and they're trying to convince them, hey man, we're from the these guys are from the poison clan. They're pretty rough. And he goes, Well, I'm just here to help. Mm. Right? So they go in, they confront Snake and Centipede, they start fighting. While Scorpion and well, my fault. While Centipede and Snake are fighting the two lizards, the guy's just walking around, the other guy. Yeah. Right? He's just watching. He's just watching. Right? Then, for some reason, Snake actually calls him out. Hey, are you just going to stand there? Are you going to help me or what? Yeah. And they go, what are you talking to him for? And they say, oh, you guys haven't figured it out yet. So he yeah. tries to shut him up by killing him. Yeah. And he, they find out that he is Scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're they're trying to say, how did you know? Well, you're the only one who you're the one who attacked uh, Toad during the trial. I saw you do it. 
Yeah. So they both come out with these these twin techniques to kill the remaining Venom members. Yeah. Right? With a little help of Snake, who happens to die as he attacks on um, Scorpion. Yeah, because Scorpion tries to kill him with his darts, which were the same right. darts that he tried to kill Frog with. Right. Or Toad. And then Toad. in the middle of the, or at, towards the end of the fight, uh, Snake, who had been injured by Scorpion, got up mm-hmm. and then clawed his hands into his stomach or abdomen. And yeah. then that kind of weakened Scorpion to allow the rest of the Venoms to kill him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. And so well, overall, the two rem- the two last members of the clan are two lizards. They search Scorpion's body to find out that there is a map to where the where the money is, so they can go wrong the rights of the clan. Mm. And as every kung fu movie ends, they both just walk away. Yeah, <laughs> with and, bodies everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a little bit of a rough start for me watching this movie. But towards the end, I'm like, this is kind of interesting, you know. Like, Ooh. like I could, like I, I could see where the fas- the fascination with this movie came from, you know. Right. Uh, it's it's not just a kung fu movie; it's a little bit of a mystery, right? And you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out who's who. Um, they could have played up the mystery a little more, you know. Right. Like they could have done a better job of hiding who's who, you know, because. Right. Like they kept showing the same characters. I'm like, okay, well, one of these motherfuckers are Venoms. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it wasn't like too much of a mystery. I mean, you only introduced like five characters, like, and there's yeah. five deadly Venoms. So, like, I mean, plus plus the 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 student, the new student who who's not right. a master of any Venom. Uh, right. So it's like, okay, well, it's not that guy because we know he's not a Venom, or he is a Venom, but not a Venom, like you know, or one right. of the deadly five. So it's like, okay, well, it's not that guy. It's got to be one of these other guys. It's not the old judge, you know, like, you know, it's mm-hmm. not him. So it's just like, <laughs> so like, you know, you know, like Scorpion's walking around. I'm like, you know that that guy is a Venom, but like, he's also doing shit and you don't see it when it happens. Right. So like he kills right. people. You don't, he, he's either wearing a mask or he's throwing shit from the dark, you know, and like, you, right, exactly. it, you know, so the scorpion. So like one of my favorite things about these movies. So, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat is a huge homage to all these movies, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. So like, I just now figured out. Oh shit! Now I know where they got Scorpion from. You know. <laughs> but like, uh, so I mean, obviously, Scorpion is one of the five deadly venoms, and they put mm-hmm. him in Mortal Kombat. You know, right, just exactly. like Raiden is one of the fucking gods from from uh, big trouble in little china exactly and yes kung lu or kung lao kung what was his name lu king is bruce lee mm-hmm. you know exactly yeah bruce lee bruce lee so and, it's, it's and, like, and, um what's his name um johnny cage is an homage to van damme van damme that's right there you go so mm-hmm. it's it's just like it's like uh that that video game stole so much or was inspired however you want to however you want to say it it was inspired we'll say inspired quote unquote inspired inspired by so many (laughs) classic martial arts movies i wish i would have known where scorpion came from before uh before now uh because i was sitting there just like 
oh shit, look at the outfit. You know, even the what? outfit is a little yeah, bit exactly. like, you know, Scorpion. The vest and gold and black. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was cool. Like that, that was, that was, I mean, looking back and, and knowing now what I know, mm-hmm. uh, that was pretty dope of Mortal Kombat to do. But, <laughs> but with that said, like, so let's talk about uh, the individual martial arts of the five mm-hmm. deadly venom. So obviously, and including the student. So the student, he's not a master of any particular venom. He knows all the venoms, but isn't super good at them. And the teacher, mm-hmm. like you said, said, you're not going to be able to beat these guys by yourself. You're going to need the help of one of the venoms. So you got to get, you got to go there, find out who's bad. And hopefully one of those motherfuckers will help you fight the bad guys assuming that they're even bad guys but he there the assumption is is that they're all there's bad guys now i did not know that it was like there's some good venoms and there's some bad venoms i thought they were Mm -hmm. all bad and that student was going to go and you know fight them all but it it was a really interesting story uh from that Mm -hmm. aspect because they're not all bad two of them are are legit bad guys or three of them actually. Three of them are legit bad guys. The mm-hmm. snake is kind of like a wishy-washy bad guy, um, but but Scorpion is a really bad bad guy. Yeah. Right. And then Toad was so cool, man. Because like they introduced Toad, I'm like, whatever. He's a frog, you know. Like, mm-hmm. what martial art is you know? Like uh, nobody. Like, what style do you practice? I practice drunken style i practice dragon fist i pra- i practice toad <laughs> you know like my 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 form my style is toad style toad style yeah. it's just no. like <laughs> the fuck is that like what do you you yeah. spit at people you, you fucking stick your tongue out like you stick your tongue out yeah like what the what the fuck style is that you know but they made him cool man like like uh he was impenetrable no. he had this no, yeah. impenetrable skin right he and, was number five and told the toad the toad is invulnerable just about the form of damage including blades and, pu- and punctures so his mm. skin was super thick yeah. so i think that's what they were trying to say oh he's a toad yeah you know toads have thick skin you know and i was like okay i get it you know the, yeah, that's, that's the strange to me but that's that, cool yeah you know the, 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 okay first of all let's talk about uh we're going to talk about the, the skills right now but the thing is that this is a Shaw brother move. Yeah. Shaw okay, Brothers, so first right. of all, Shaw Brothers. Now, every Shaw Brother movie I've seen has the same fucking five guys in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why I bring it up is because I'm a big I love this movie so much. Besides Five Dennis Venice, there's a movie I endure. It's called to tell you, I think it's the first movie I ever watched that got me into Kung Fu, right? And this movie was called The Kid with the Golden Arms. And I remember mm. it very well because I used to watch it on Samurai Sundays yeah. when they used to have it on. Like they said, we used to come home from church. Yeah. And they already had it on and we would watch the movie. We'd get excited, go outside and kick each other's ass in the dirt lot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, but that, the guy who played Toad, he was number in in this movie in the kid with the golden arm. He was number five, mm. and his style was invulnerability. Oh, his so arms were 
His arms were invulnerable. Boom, boom. Black swords, spears, everything. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I see. And I haven't seen Kid with the Golden Arm yet. You need to watch it, dude. You okay, we'll watch to. it. If you like I'll, this movie, if yeah. you, if you, no, we'll have to do a review about it because yeah. I'll never shut up. but you need it's like if you like five deadly events and they told me you like five deadly events these are the movies you need which was came with the golden arms 36 chambers 36 chambers of Shaolin the 36 chambers of Shaolin um, Drunken Master and they anything by Shaw Brothers was Mm -hmm. great so I was like okay so they gave me I said okay let me watch I already watched Came with the golden arms oh man I love this movie Shaw Brothers and I really didn't know anything about, like, I just like the fact, I mean, I don't know anything about Kung Fu. Nothing. Not a damn thing. Okay? But the thing is, is I just love those type of movies because it's like there's sound effects, there's this and that, there's like the bad, the bad mouthing to words. It's just, oh, it's, just, it's so great, you know? The, uh, yeah, it's, it's a straight-up classic, man. It is so... Yeah. It was yeah. so good to watch because, like, um, I've seen plenty of crappy kung fu movies. This was uh-huh. a good one. Like, this, this is, is good. This is a good one. This yeah. is one of the good ones, yes. I mean, I, you know, it's still a little rough around the edges, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching yeah. it, you know? Like, it wasn't like, oh, this is so bad. No, this is this was fun, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, But, like, going back to the skills, so... There's Toad who's impenetrable or he's invulnerable, right? And then there's, uh, we're jumping around. Um, so then there's uh, like, okay, so I don't know what Centipede really did. Well, Centipede was was number one, and his thing was wiggly and quick. The style is a nice blend of defensive and offensive posturing. Okay. Okay, which means he was able to, he was he moved real quick so he could strike as well as defend. Hmm. And that was pretty much his skill. And then there was Snake. Uh, which is number two. On one hand, the mouth of the venomous fangs emulated the posture of the fangs of the, of the snake. And the other hand, which would be the tail, for like whipping and blocking. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. Right. So uh, Scorpion mm-hmm. was number three, represented a double threat kick and punch style, just like slinging a tail and for the namesake, pretty much. Mm. So in other words, he 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 had a defense. He had a very strong kicking ability. Mm-hmm. So and and then there was Lizard who can climb the walls. Mm-hmm. You know, which like, was uh, emphasis on speed and climbing. The lizard style is best known for the ability to to uh, hear and walk on walls and can can fight at ease in that form, such as positioning himself in certain angles of the wall so he mm-hmm. can fight at a higher angle. Yeah, that was interesting. Like Toad and Lizard had the best shit. You know, like oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, honestly, um, I'm surprised that they killed Lizard off. I mean, uh, Toad off so early. Like they killed him off like midway through the movie, and yeah. that was that was a bummer for me. I was just like, why did they fucking kill that guy? That guy was so fucking cool. That guy should have made it to the end. You know, like mm-hmm. he was he was 
he was the toughest guy there and that that's the guy they got rid of which is interesting i think if you think about it like the most toughest guy the guy who who was the least likely to die was the one that died first that's cool oh that's true that's true that is yeah. true yeah but I, I just loved his style like mm. he was like he was strong he was strong and then he had that face where he's like you can't really fuck with me yeah you know he's like you walk up to him and he's like hoop, 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 hoop. yeah never did it didn't didn't stress out or nothing yeah okay <laughs> he was he but was yeah. he was like tough guy tough guy can't beat him you know mm -hmm. and he was muscular too he was like the most muscular of the venoms oh, yeah. um so he was like he was cut you know uh, which is yeah. odd for even those for those movies, especially during the time, because I mean he was mm -hmm. he was he was cut, but he was also a little large for for the time. I mean, you know those guys are not taking steroids, so like no, that guy was no, busting no. his ass in the gym, right? So and um, you know what? Speaking of that guy, let's talk about that guy. Who who is that guy? Toad is played. The toad was Lu Lu Mang as his name is Lo Mang. Yeah, as Lang Shing, the the toad. The toad. Mm -hmm. I don't know what other things he's done. He's apparently been in uh, Yip Man Four. Really? Uh, yeah, he's been in Yip Man Four, uh, Yip Man Three. He's been in Grand Master. Oh, so in Yip Man Three, he was Master Law. Oh, okay uh same thing in four so he played the same character in three and four which i have his filmography up right now yeah i'm looking at it too so like yeah he's master law he was in two as well so he was there wow the whole time. he was in he was in five elemental ninjas yeah there's a like the shaw brothers seem to have a lot of ninja titles which is yeah. interesting well this guy it, has been in a shit ton of movies man most oh, of yeah, which sure. do not look like fun but um he he has a long ass career as an actor action actor mm -hmm. wow good for him yeah hey man whatever works works yeah i do not know most of these movies oh he's been in hard-boiled he was in hard-boiled really yeah with chow young fat oh man i love that movie yeah he's he's in that movie so like uh Toad, Meng Lo, he's uh, been in a lot of shit. Yeah, he, he's in that one movie you don't really want to talk about. Oh, Crippled Masters? <laughs> Crippled Avengers. Crippled, okay, so the Crippled Avengers is supposed to be a sequel to the Five Deadly Venoms. There's the return of the Five Deadly Venoms, and right, I've seen it, it, a.k.a. Crippled Masters. That's Crippled Masters. This one is called it was it was called Crippled Avengers, then it got changed to uh the Mortal Kombat, and then it turned again to Dragon Destiny. See the return of And then you're right, then you're right about that. It says return of the five deadly venoms. He was the deaf and mute guy. He was the blacksmith. Interesting. So mm -hmm. like are they is it really a sequel? No, no, this is his own movie. Crippled the Crippled Avengers is its own movie. 
Because um, but they know, gave it the title when it came to the U.S. as Return of the Five Deadly Venom. Okay, so they have nothing to do with each other. No, 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 no. It's the same actors. Okay, the yeah, actual, it's... the actual same five actors as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's hard to find good kung fu people back in the day. But you know, I'm thinking about it. In that movie, the pupil from Five Deadly Venom is the kid who they make dumb. Mm. All he knows is kung fu because the guy he did something to him to make him like a ch- a five year old. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Wow, so, man, he's been in a lot of freaking movies, man. Yeah. yeah. So let me see the guy you're talking about, the young guy. Uh huh. Was that was that Yang Tie or Sheng Ching? I'm trying to like figure out because it's kind of hard to look at the whatchamacallit. The IMDb isn't the clearest. No, I'm on Wikipedia. Mm. And the actor cast the law, the name was Shing 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 as Yang Te, the last student of the Venom House. Okay, so Chang Shing, he he actually died at the age of 40 in 1991. Wow. Yeah, he he died young. Um, yeah, it's too bad. Uh, let me see. I'm looking to see what his filmography is. You know, for a guy who died at 40, he's got a shit ton of fucking movies on his on well, his name. Yeah, well, he was under the Shaw Shaw brother um name, so Shaw brother was making. They were saying those guys were making were busting out movies like months at a time. So about the kid with the golden arms. It reunites the five Venoms in his second biggest cult hit in the West, which is, and that's uh, Chang Che is the director and puts everybody together. Bring the the whole band right back. The director, Mm -hmm. five Venoms, the kid, everybody's back, you know, for the kid with the golden arm, which is amazing. Um, But anyway, like, it's kind of like, uh, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Exactly. Yeah. You know exactly what I was talking about. Adam yeah. Sandler gets all his homies together and makes, right. you know, stupid, funny movies mm-hmm. over and over again. And it's just him and his <laughs> pals. It's That's basically what these fuckers are doing. He said, hey, guys. Exactly. Uh, you know? Exactly. And I'm going to tell you that, like, like what's his name? Um, Adam Sandler, he, he don't care if he's in or out of that movie. You know, he just puts all his boys together because he knows it's going to be funny. Because yeah. there's this movie that I can't, it's one of my top favorites called uh, Grandma's Boy. I haven't seen that one. What? You need to watch. Every guy that, that he's had in that movie is in that movie, except for him, Adam wow. Sandler. And it's so funny, you know, it's funny as hell. He's got some great movies, man. Mm-hmm. They're so stupid and silly. My favorite are the grown up movies. Like uh, me and my son were watching Grown Up, I think Grown Ups 2 or something. And there's this scene where the moose like attacks some guy. My, oh. my son <laughs> laughed his ass off. He laughed so hard, dude. I'm like, that's my little dude right there. That's my homie. That's my that's my boy. You know. But um anyway, so going back to the venoms. So we talked about the, the, the different skills. Mm-hmm. We covered them all. One of the things I think we wanted to mention was is that the way they got to Toad, Scorpion threw 
darts into Toad's ears. Mm-hmm. That's how he found the vulnerability. And then once that happened, it just kind of broke him all down right. and, and softened his flesh. And then they threw him in the Iron Maiden. And then he was Swiss cheese after that. His Kung Fu was ruined after that. They right. took him. Then they then that's when they took him. They basically waterboarded him or suffocated him mm-hmm. and hung him. You know, that yeah, yeah. that movie was harsh, man. Because when they started killing people, I was like, ooh, you know, like it was hard to watch when they found the that whole family dead. Yeah, you know, after they convicted Toad and killed him, and then they went around and killed the other two the other two cats, like the mm-hmm. the the witness who was just a boy. He was like a teenager. And then there was that guard guy that we were talking about. When they right. killed those two guys, I was like, ooh, dude, like it was a little gruesome, man. I mean, I was just like, whoa, this is this is the 70s, you know, like Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. But did you hear when they killed the family? They said they killed the boy, the little boy too. They broke his neck. <laughs> that that was kind of harsh. That's rough. That hear. was that was fucking rough, man. That's that's rough. Okay, and that's when I was like, man, this movie's kind of, you know. And then to tell you the truth, I really didn't pay attention to that stuff until as I got older and yeah. I appreciated the fact that there's a storyline. It's not just about fighting. It's like it's not oh I'm 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 Cobra. I'm this. I'm that. No, no, no. It was like when I heard that for the first time, I'm like, did he just say they killed that little kid? The little boy that was sitting tied up, I was like, wait, let me rewind this. And he's like, yeah, they killed the boy too. He's like, he, they broke his neck. I'm like, damn, it's rough. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah, there was a few points where I was just like, oh, man, that's a little much, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, they want you to hate the bad guys, right? So Exactly, yeah. But, yeah, it was, there were some places where I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm ooh. You know, but then I want to say an hour and ten minutes in. Mm-hmm. You get to the juicy part. Like you've gotten quite a bit of kung fu, right? Here and there. Because mm-hmm. there was yeah. a fight scene between Toad and Centipede. Oh yeah. That was delicious. That was awesome. That's nice. That was a nice fight. Then mm-hmm. then there's a, a fight scene, a mini fight scene when they tried to like capture Toad, right? And uh, right. in the court. And right. Snake gets involved and then he gets shot with darts in the in the ear. But anyway, like that was cool. But then there's the big, fantastic, grand kung fu fight scene at the end, where mm-hmm. during the fight, all the different little things are being revealed. You find out that the guy who's been watching the whole time, who's been in the shadows the whole time, is actually Scorpion, and then like Snake. You you find out Snake has a change of heart midway through the fight and dies anyway, but dies kind of heroically, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's uh it's interesting. But the like the true bad guy, the two true bad guys were Centipede and Scorpion, right? Right. And then they get done away with, you know. Uh it's in, it's an interesting movie, but that whole fight scene at the end is super cool. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, there's a little bit of wire work. Some of it is a little messy, you know. Uh, but it's nineteen, I think nineteen seventy eight. No, I yeah. think it's a little bit. 
1978? It's 1978. Um, The original title was Voodoo. I have no idea what that means. Uh, I'm assuming it, it means five five daily venoms. <laughs> it means five daily venoms, though. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, all the awesome, fun kung fu fight scene. This movie is is the epitome of of all that. Like the ha 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 clack 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 clack. Oh, it's awesome! It's awesome. I sat there, watched it. I was just like, oh, this is this is great. Like it's so. <laughs> you said that new, new Duke. It's uh. That's that how they say in Cantonese, right? Voodoo. It means five venoms. It means five venoms. Oh, there you go. It means, <laughs> it means five venoms. So just the deadly part out. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, dude, that's so dope, man. It was it was so wow. good. Now, uh, you know how I usually try to like say, oh, well, this movie it means this, and that movie means that. Mm-hmm. I don't think this movie has that. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 there isn't a really like a. I mean, it's There's about no vengeance. To this movie. Yeah, there isn't a, a a deeper meaning to this movie. No, this is like no. It's a vengeance flick, or I wouldn't even say that even, because I mean the originally the the new pupil st- sets out to stop the venoms, but really in the beginning he doesn't even know if the venoms are evil or not. You know, right. so it starts off as kind of exploratory for him. So right. he goes out to find the venoms, then figure out if they're mm-hmm. evil. So he's watching for part of the movie. Doesn't really get involved until the end. Exactly. Meanwhile, all this other shit like, is happening. You know, it's like uh, I want to say a protagonist, but not really. Yeah, because he is there to. I hate to say it, he's there to snitch. Mm-hmm. You know, because when he said they caught that guy, he ran to the bar and told the guy, hey, man, they caught old boy. I'm like, hey. Then they all look at each other, stink, and, and Lizard look at each other and say, good. This is, Lizard's like, good, they caught him. And they're like, he tells Stink, you got something you got to say? Yeah. No? All right. And, you know, it's like, it's, it's like that. He's through, doing that through the entire movie, first of all. Yeah. So, but it's fine. It's, it's, it's a great plot twist. You know, he's, He's trying to figure out who's who, you know? Yeah. It's, it's weird because it's not, it's tough to say who's the protagonist. I guess, you know what? Honestly, I think the protagonist would be, if I had to give somebody the role of protagonist, it would be Lizard, right? Yeah, exactly. Because the Lizard uh, is not only one of the hero heroes at the end of the story, but he's also one that, you know, changes throughout the movie right because he mm-hmm. he went from being a cop to leaving the force and then avenging the family and protecting the clan or defending the mm-hmm. clan's name but he he comes to the revelation like that's part of what a protagonist does is they either they have some kind of change and the change can be physical it can be mental it can be whatever but there needs to be some kind of change and uh, I, I feel like I'm stretching here, but but you know the lizard would be the only one who actually experiences some kind of change because he comes to the realization that oh, there's five deadly venoms. This guy's that guy. That guy's that guy. These guys are bad. I gotta stop them. You know, mm-hmm. and so he is. He's the the mystery is kind of revealed because like for the snake and all the other characters. 
you know, first off, like Centipede doesn't care really who the Venoms are. He just wants the treasure. And if the Venoms show up, he's going to kill them. That's it. You know, right. Snake knew who Scorpion was all along and mm-hmm. was fine with it, you know? Right. So he doesn't really experience any change either. So it's like tough to say who who acquired the revelation or knowledge because and this is this movie is a little different than other kung fu movies because one of the one of one of the things that happens in a kung fu movie is you acquire the skill right especially in these old movies they a grand centerpiece of a kung fu movie in a lot of kung fu movies is acquiring the knowledge to effectively wield the magical martial art that's going to save the day right mm-hmm. whether it's drunken fist or snake fist or whatever the fuck, right they don't even show you that part they are no. already they skipped that whole part started with go find these assholes you know like <laughs> the, the master's like look dude like uh i i'm about to die you know uh I taught a bunch of assholes how to fight. I'm really mad that I did because these guys, so I think some of them are dicks. I need you to go find these guys and uh, kick their ass and make sure that they don't go around being bad guys. And if they're good, you know, try to team up with them and fight the assholes, you know? And it's like, and the dude's like, yeah, let me go. I'm going to go do this for you, teacher. You know, your dying wish, you know? it's it's like like damn you know like so like they skip that that wonderful middle piece where it's just like i'm acquiring the skill you know right right right. my from my knowledge uh i think the 36th chamber of shaolin is is an example of what we're talking about here where they Mm -hmm. they have the giant sequence of learning how to wield the skill because i mean there's all the preparation like like even rocky steals from kung fu movies rocky Mm -hmm. has the fight montage right the montage where he's training he's running up hills he's running up stairs he's punching meat he's doing all that shit that shit's kung fu shit right kung fu movies have been doing that shit for years you know and the the 36th chamber is supposed to be, I guess, the epitome of of what we're talking about here, which is mm-hmm. big, elaborate uh, training montage scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should we should probably watch that. I'm gonna watch that. I I love Gordon Liu. Uh, I think he's awesome, uh, yeah, and he's and he's got a shit ton of movies where he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, man, I, I'm like. Like, what does this movie mean? Ugh, don't be a dick. Are your teachers going to send somebody to kick your ass? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> straight up. Yeah. Don't don't be a dick or somebody's going to come after you, you know? Just because you know Kung Fu, there's always someone better. There's always somebody better. Or there's somebody yeah. who will get somebody with him and come and kick your ass in unison, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. you know, you don't want to be on the on the wrong side of a team up. <laughs> yeah, I was looking it up here. Um, you since you said it was a cult classic, right? Mm-hmm. It is actually number eleven on the top 
50 cult film list. Uh, what's number one on that list? Oh, dude, I have no idea. I just know that it says it's number 11. So it's on a, it's close to the top 10. Yeah, but what's you got to tell me what number one is then on this list. Who oh, Whose dude, list is I, it first off? First of all, this is Entertainment Weekly. Okay, Entertainment Weekly. Entertainment Weekly, let's look that up. Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, I'm all over the place right now. No, that's cool. Entertainment Weekly. Number. 50's top, 50's top cult classics or something like that. Number one cult classic. Uh, 50 cult movies list on movie. Okay. Number one is Spinal Tap. Number two is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Three is Freaks. Four is Hurled and Maud. Five is Pink Flamingos. Six is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Seven is Repo Man. Oh, Repo okay. Man from 1984. Scarface. Right. That makes sense. Blade Runner is number nine. Number 10 is Shawshank Redemption. Number 11 is The Five Deadly Venoms. Mm-hmm. That's some good ass company that fucking that movie has. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't believe Spinal Tap is number one. Uh, isn't that isn't that a concert? No, Spinal Tap is like a mockumentary. Really? Yeah, it's not. It's like a documentary of like a bullshit band, if I remember correctly. Mm. I could have sworn Spinal Tap was a real band. British rock band. <laughs> what ended up with the unexpected, nothing short of a quintessential rock doc, shockingly wild, funny, and totally staged. Yeah, so shockingly wild and funny and totally staged. <laughs> that is the synopsis for Spinal Tap. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I'm not surprised that Rocky Horror Picture Show is number two. Me neither. Me neither. It's like, up there. I, it's up there. It's way up there, and it uh, that's it's cool. I've never heard of Freaks. Um, by Todd Browning, 1932. Wow. Harold and Maude, I've heard, but I don't know anything about Harold and Maude. Pink Flamingos, I don't know anything about that. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, everybody's heard of Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Two Hooper, 1974. Uh, don't know anything about Repo Man, 1984 by Alex Cox. Scarface. That's the one with, um... Damn, what is that? It stars, let me see if... Mm. Young Punk Otto becomes a repo man after helping a uh, helping to steal a car and stumbles into a world of wackiness as a result. Stars uh, Emilio Estevez. Wow. Yeah. That's Tracy the second repo man then. Yeah. Tracy, mm-hmm. no, it's the first. No, I'm thinking of Taxi Man. Oh, Taxi Man. You're talking about, that's the... Robert De Niro one, right? Robert De Niro, right, exactly. Taxi Driver, I think it's called. Taxi Driver, there you go, you're right, Taxi Driver. Yeah, Scarface is awesome, man. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Number eight, Blade Runner. So let me see who else is on here. Eraserhead, 
Brazil is number 13. I'm sorry. Number 12 is Plan 9 from Outer Space, which I've heard a lot of, but I know nothing yeah. about. Yeah, it's, it's a, a rough movie to watch. Really? It's an Ed Wood yeah. movie. Yeah, it's rough. It's 1957. It's, it's by Ed Wood. Yeah. Yeah. You say you don't like the discs with the this, the place with the disc, yeah. with the, the, the string. You don't say, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 1957, man. Like uh, they don't have they don't have uh, CG back in 1957. No, they don't. The uh, Brazil by Terry Gilliman, uh, 1985. Eraserhead, David Lynch. Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Russ Meyer, 1965. I've heard of that movie, but I haven't seen it. I know nothing about it. The Warriors is number 16. Fucking dope. Man, that's dope. Yeah. Nine, uh, Days and Confused, 1993. Wow. Yeah. Is on this list. I can't believe Days and Confused is on this list. Uh, 18, Hard Boiled. John Woo, 1992. The oh. Evil Dead, Sam Raimi, 1987. The Mac, Michael Campus, 1973. I don't know who The Mac is. I don't know what movie that is. Holy shit. I'm going to stop, but before I do, number 21 is Pee-wee's Big Adventure by Tim Burton. Yeah, 1985, Tim Burton. That is number 21. It's part of this list, and that's fantastic. Toxic Avenger, Willy Wonka, et cetera, Dawn of the Dead, et cetera. There's a lot of cool movies on this list, Mm -hmm. half of which I've seen. Reanimators on here. Whew. That's a rough movie to watch, bro. That All movie's crazy. Them. I haven't All seen that movie in years. Bad. I haven't seen them in years. Showgirls is number 36. I can't believe that she's on here. <laughs> they Live is on here. Ooh. Barbarella's on here. Have you ever seen Barbarella? Is that the one with um Pamela Anderson? No, it's not Pamela Anderson, but she's oh, like Barbara. Yeah, she's Barbarella. Like space yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her uh, Jane Fonda's in it. That's that's Barbarella. Yeah. So, uh, Rushmore Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Oh. Yeah, all these other movies I don't know. But man, what a fantastic list! Okay, for you guys who want to see it, it's Entertainment Weekly Fifty Cults. Movies, movies list on movie, M U B I. So, if you want that list, you can go there. The top fifty cult movies. Anyway, that's awesome that uh, Five Deadly Venoms made that list. You yeah. know what? You know what? I'm surprised is not on that list is The Crow. The Crow should be on that list. It I, should be on that list. But I guess, I guess, since it's fifty, you know, it's kind of hard to put it, place it up there. But anyway, um, yeah, man. So uh, I'm glad we did this. This is a, you know, it's, it was refreshing. I haven't seen a movie like that mm-hmm. in a while. The last, mm-hmm. I think the last old uh, Kung Fu movie, or I shouldn't say the last, but a movie that I watch kind of regularly, like every year, mm-hmm. I, I make it a point to watch um, Mad Monkey Kung Fu. Mm, dude, I totally forgot about that movie. That movie is so good. I totally forgot about that movie, dude. Shoot. Like, it, I, once I finished watching this movie, I went to Prime, I went to Tubi, I went to... Where else did I go? I went to uh, almost like every streaming 
one and started like putting them those kung fu movies on my list. What what this guy didn't have, I know this guy has. It. So, I mean, I actually stood up last night watching. Um, after after that, after I watched it, I watched it and then I watched the movie the day before. I said, "Let me watch something else." I said, "Fuck, I might as well put on five. Might as well put on um, kid with the golden arm." And I was laughing because it's the same guys from that movie. <laughs> and I said, "I said, okay, cool." Then I said, "You know what?" And then today, at work, I was like, "I'm bored. I'm, I'm at lunch. Like, I'm gonna put on Crippled Avengers." And I watched that. And the guys at work were like, "What are you watching?" Oh, Crippled Avengers. And they're like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah." And one of my boys was like, "You're watching Crippled Avengers?" I'm like, "Yeah." Mortal Kombat? I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I think so." So he was like, where'd you find this at? And I said, I found it on, um, I found it on, uh, I call it um, uh, Prime. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, there it is, Prime. So I was like, oh, they're like, oh, I'm going to get Prime now. I'm like, all right. And he goes, what? He goes, do you have a list? I'm like, not really, but, you know, you can, you can just go to Prime and they have a list of all the old Kung Fu movies. Now, Tubi has like 680 Kung Fu movies on there. You, you know what you should do, man? Do me yeah. a favor. Do me this favor. Bro. Give me, give me, let's you and I put together a list of the Kung mm-hmm. Fu movies people should be watching and we'll put it on the website. And then cool. you, can, you, can, you can send it to your homies and tell them, hey, these are the movies you should be watching if you want to watch Kung Fu movies. Oh, yeah. Like we should, we should, we should do that. Like these are yeah, the, like not in a, not in a certain order. Just uh-huh. no order. This is the list. Like if you love kung fu movies, you should have seen these movies. You know. Yeah. Um. Because like I mean, everybody knows the Bruce Lee movies. You know, Big Boss. Uh. You know, Return of the Chinese Dragon. Connection. Chinese Connection. Enter the Dragon. Enter the, da- the Dragon. All those. All those. But like. Like, yeah, but a lot of people's knowledge for Kung Fu movies begins and stops there, right? Some of the more savvy know Jackie Chan and Jet Li and all these other movies, but uh, or all these other actors. But there's a slew of fucking movies that people have not seen, and and uh, we should put that list together, man. Like, but the problem with us is that we're too alike. (laughs) <laughs> no i'm saying i'm not saying like okay you put one list together and then you post your list or no i'm saying you and i get together we we combine oh. the list and say this is what you know primo and edgar Travis recommends in terms of kung fu movies i should get dan on this on on this too but um not my cousin dan because my Dude. not my cousin dan has a different perspective than i than than we do he's going to okay, include like said- some some Stephen Chow movies. Dude, we could call it P.O.D. What is P.O.D.? P.O.D. Primo, Otra Vez, and Dan, now my cousin Dan, cult classic list. Mm. The pod list. Pod. Yeah. The pod list. So, like, we'll, we'll figure out a nice name for it. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, no, like, because uh, it's got to be, like, uh, I, I don't even want to say like, kung, like kung fu cult list or no, whatever. No, I was just saying like cult classics. Just no, I'm just saying kung fu movies you want to watch because, mm-hmm. 
Cult classics is another list. Oh, okay. Then yeah, we could do one just for just um, kung fu. Just kung fu movies, and mm-hmm. then we can do we can do other lists for other shit. Because like we've done yeah. shit like this before. We've done like our favorite five and our favorite this. Like we can yeah. we we can do that, you know. But um, mm. but let's let's you and I compile the list of kung fu movies. Must watch kung fu movies. You know, starting of, from of all from any era or of all time. Movies? Yeah. Oh man, dude. Dude. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. That, that that list is gonna go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's there's a lot of good oh. kung fu movies out there. I mean, there's some there's some real good movies out there that people just don't know about. You know, they just because it didn't hit the theater doesn't mean it's not good. Mm-hmm. Like I love King of the Kickboxers. They were like, oh, what's that? Yeah, I remember King. Oh. Of... How do you know the tradition? You're not mm-hmm. Thai. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, you're not either. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that like, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's that scene where Billy Blanks is about yeah. to is about to like, you know, have his way with <laughs> this woman, and she's like, "Hold on, I have to go wash." You know, and he's like, "How do you know the tradition? You are not Thai." And I'm like, wait a minute, you're not Thai either, motherfucker. Like, how do you, <laughs> how do you know it's about crazy, the tradition? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, that that movie is fantastic. It's there's a there's a movie I want you you would remember. I don't know. I keep, the name keeps forgetting. I keep forgetting the name. When they started dancing, uh, they started uh, capoeira. Yeah. Is that only the strong? Only the strong. Yes. Oh, With Mark Dacascos. There you go. That's one of the that's another one right there. That's a that's a great movie. But you see the funny thing is is that movie, the martial arts in that movie isn't as good as the end fights as the end this like sequence. Yeah. Cuz in the end they have a demonstration for the school to see mm-hmm. and they bring in actual capoeiristas, you know. Yeah. And these capoeira masters are amazing they do they do amazing shit Mm -hmm. and it it completely outshines the rest of the movie all i could do was sit here and just like why aren't these motherfuckers in the movie like Mm -hmm. why did you put these guys at the end they should have been in the movie we should have been watching these guys fight you know but there is movies with um uh what's his name Chowder, I think his name. I can't remember his name. Crowder, can't remember his name. Latif Crowder, I think his name is. He is the capoeira master that fights Tony Jaw in those uh, on those Ambak movies, either Ambak yeah, or yeah. Protector movies. I forgot which one. He, he's the, guy the one fights when in the, when ring, he, in the little in, in the, the water. Club, right? He fights yeah. him in where where there's all that water. Ooh, that's right. He sure does. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and a protector. All, that's a protector. Because that's mm-hmm. the one with the elephant. Ungbok right, right, is the right, one right. with the deity head. Right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The protector or Muay Thai warrior or whatever the fuck it's called, he fights Latif Crowder in one of those movies. And that fight scene is fantastic. Latif Crowder is amazing. Um, oh, yeah. He's done movies 
He's done a few movies. But anyway, those those movies are fantastic. The movies I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything by uh, Scott Atkins. Scott Atkins, man, he has a couple. He actually made Hard Target too. He was he's in uh he's a he's the star of the ninja movies. Yeah, he's the ninja one and two. He also came out in Ip Man as the bag and Ip Man Four as and the Ip Man star Four is, is a bad guy, and then he has right. he has that series of movies where he's that Russian guy in the prison movies, Undisputed, I think it's called. Yeah, he's undisputed in that one, but um like since you mentioned I actually put one on my list called um uh, hard target, the first Steven, the the one with um Van Jump, Dam. Van Dam, yeah. He, he he did part one and part two is with him. Mm. Same style where he's like being chased by a bunch of wealthy guys who just want to hunt humans for for trophies. So there's this movie. Now that you're talking about Van Dam, it's supposed to be pretty damn good, but it's also like meta. It stars Van Dam and it's called VCD. I think it's called. Uh, or JVCD, and it's it's he's or maybe I'm getting the title wrong. Doesn't matter. But in this movie, he plays himself, and he As gets a spy. No, no, no. He plays himself. I don't know if he's a spy, but he plays himself and gets caught up in a bank robbery, and he is one of the people that's being held hostage by the bank robbers. Oh. And, I don't know what okay. it's called. I don't. I think it's called JVCD, but it doesn't matter or JCVD. And and it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be pretty good. I haven't seen it, but I've been dying to watch it because it's supposed to be meta, like really self-referential. But anyway, there's a movie with Atkins and Van Damme together. What movie is that? It just came out. I I, I could have sworn I saw it on on um on Tubi. Now you got me looking. Now you got me looking. Let me see. Uh-huh. Do, do, do. Let me see. Do, 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 do. Van Damme. John Claude Van Damage. Van Damme. I can't spell Van Damme. Come on, mother. There you go. D-A-M-M-E. <laughs> I keep putting D-A-M in M-N. See, what movie is this? John claude Van Johnson. Wrong movie. <laughs> yeah. I think it is JCVD. John claude Van Damme gets involved in a bank robbery with hostages, situa- with hostages situation and reflects about his life during it. <laughs> between his tax problems and his legal battle here's another um plot synopsis description between his tax problems and his legal battles with his and his legal battle with his wife for the custody of his daughter these are hard times for the action movie star who finds that even Steven Seagal has pinched a role for him, from him ooh in JCVD Jean-Claude Van Damme returns to the country of his birth to seek the peace and tranquility he can no longer enjoy in the United States. That tells me absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> There's no mention of like fucking the bank robbery, a hostage situation. It's just bullshit. It's, it's, it's a Van Damme drama. That's yeah. what it is. Ugh. 
So anyway, um, but there's another one. There's another Jean-Claude Van Damme movie that's, I guess, self-referential. It's Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Jean-Claude Van Damme has two lives. Damme as an actor and Johnson as a secret agent. So this is the movie you were talking about. Yeah. Global martial arts star and actor Jean-Claude Van Damme stars as Jean-Claude Van Damme, a global martial arts and film sensation who also operates under the simple alias Johnson as the world's best undercover pirate, pri- private con- contractor. After years of retirement, a chance encounter with the lost love brings him back into the game. This time, he'll be deadlier than ever. Probably. Oh God. Yeah. So sounds like he's a former spy mm-hmm. turned actor, then is get pulls gets pulled back into the game and makes a mess of shit. Yeah, pretty much. So you've seen it? I have it on my list. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say if if you liked it or not. There's another movie that looks interesting. It's called Lucas, a nightclub bouncer in his 50s who's taking punches literally and figuratively struggles to raise his eight-year-old daughter. Oh, I've that's gonna... seen that one. I've is seen it? it for years. It's is it? more of a drama. Oh, I don't want like... to fucking cry, man. Don't make me fucking no. cry. No. See if you can find that Atkins movie with Van Damme. Oh, uh, Assassination Games, Van Damme and Atkins. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, assassination game. There's two there's two assassins or something yeah. like that. Yeah, two assassins mm-hmm. agree to work together and one tries to avenge his wife and the other collects the reward for the job. So twenty eleven. Hmm. Yeah. So uh not that recent, but okay. That this dude makes movies like you wouldn't believe. He's Who's made a shit ton. No, I'm talking about uh, Van Damme. Oh, yeah, he has a couple of movies out there just playing garbage. But yeah, oh. he just made the movies, yeah. Oh, I mean, fuck, man. Like, you can't you can't be in anything and not make garbage. I mean, how many episodes have we made where it's just like, oh, man, I wonder how many people are going to listen to this one? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, they can't all be gold, you know? No, that's true. That's true. You know? You just got to gotta swing. Got to swing. See what happens. Swing and a hit. Swing and a yeah. miss. Swing and a miss. You swing and a hit. You get yeah. that one. Boom. Next thing you know, you got a home run. Yeah. I was trying to convince the girl who works at the at the Hustle Fitness. I keep forgetting her name. What's her name? Amanda. Amanda. Is that the one that's pregnant? Yes. Amanda. Like she's looking for a taco spot, and I said, "Oh, you want to know? You should listen to our episode." We the taco about episode. Taco episode. And she goes, "Are you serious? Like, you guys talk about tacos?" Like, yeah, we talk about tacos. We talk about our kinds favorite- of- we talk about anything, but I think yeah. that was one of our best spots. We, we we talk about our favorite spots, like our Idaho spots that nobody knows about. Yeah. And she goes, man, you would, don't lie to me. I, said, I don't like, I want to go to a taco place that has real good tacos. Every place I go to sucks. I say, you want to know why? Because they're commercial. Well, you know, you got to go to the hood for the good shit. He's afraid, he's afraid to go to the hood. That's what it is. Dude. I don't blame her, man. I'm afraid to go to the hood sometimes, bro. Yeah, we do, bro. We do, but hey, man. Oh, and speaking of that, Mm. I have to tell you what happened. Last week, I went to, I had to go take the car to get looked at. Uh So I went out there with my girlfriend. We went to take the car out there. Where, to the hood? No, 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 not to the hood. But to to this spot over there by where she lives, like in a Idaho place, 
mm-hmm. that served birria. Oh, snap. Yeah. How was it? Small. Mediocre? What is that? I mean, it was it was good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I just think that it could have at least had a little bit more flavor. Even with the Cosme, you know, it still didn't have that taste. Dude, there's that media, what is it, Ocotlan or forgot I forgot what the name of the place is, but it's on 26th Street in the hood, yeah. on little in the little village. That place is is the bomb. I have I've I've had media since then a few times. I haven't had media as good as that place. That well, is I'm going this weekend. That place I'm going is this weekend for sure. That place is number one, bro. So far. Maybe there's a better one someplace. Fucking not my cousin Dan keeps talking about some places over by him. But anyway, yeah. like like I'm gonna tell you right now, that place is I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's plenty of places that do it really good. I just know that if I want media and I don't want to mess around, I'm going. I'm going to the 26th Street. I'm gonna pick it up right there at Ocotlan or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is it? Like Hamlin and 26, something like that. You know, it's on the other side of Lawndale. You know, just text me the address. I can go there on Saturday before here, I go to work. Let me fucking look it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and fucking and and blow it up on the podcast here. So there you go. let's see, uh, media, and I'm gonna put. Ocotlan. That does not help. Ocotlan. And as if as luck would have it, there's like a hundred places called like that. <laughs> there's one in Hammond. There's one in fucking shit, man. Bidia, Patinos, Ocotlan. Let me see if this is it. Oh shit! I think it is. Yes. Let me see where it is. I'm looking at it right now. 26th Street. Man, dude. Hamlin. Fuck, I'm good. <laughs> Fuck, I'm good, <laughs> bro. Pat yourself in the back too hard, motherfucker. <laughs> bro. Fuck. Memory like a motherfucker, bro. Can't remember birthdays, but I can remember where that BDI is at. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Birthday? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The media, the best media in town is on fucking 26 in Hamlin. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> media Patinos Ocotlan. That's uh, on 26 in Hamlin. They're fucking, they're, there might be a better place. I don't know where that place is. I know where this place is. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. on Hamlin in 26 in the hood. It's the fucking best. Um, if you want to go, Get yourself a fucking uh, bulletproof jet vest and get yourself some media. Mm-hmm. And down the street from there, there's there's the Taqueria Atotonico, which, mm-hmm. by the way, I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you in on a secret. Uh, I fucking I had a cheat day because I went to a funeral in the hood, and then after right, the funeral, right after the funeral, I went over to Atotonico. And fucking had myself some fucking tacos, man. And the fucking bro, bro, it tasted so good, man. But, they can see it in your face, bro. It tasted so good, bro. 
it tasted so good, bro. Like me and my wife, we went there, we got some tacos, and it was legit, bro. I haven't had tacos like that in a while. Because, I mean, you don't go to the hood, right, you know? Plus, I grew up on those tacos, right? And they're the same fucking taco, bro. Exactly. They haven't fucking changed a goddamn thing. If anything, they put more carrots in the uh, chile con vinagre than ever before, which is awesome because, you know, I'm just sitting there eating carrots. Exactly. Me too. I fucking love it. I can eat them all day. All day. Yeah, all day. And and that and but the salsa is the same. Everything is the same. Cause we went to a place. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking cast shade on this motherfucker, but we went to a place that used to be a spot for me. Um not too long ago. And when we went, we got let down. Like no. we, we got we got uh tacos a pastor. It was not good. It was just barely passable. And I'm like, you know, it was dry, wasn't it? Dry as fuck, wasn't it? It was it was it was weird, bro. Like they didn't put any sauce on it, man. They didn't put any of the fucking, you know, hot sauce that you put with a pastor. And so I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, like this shit doesn't like it was just lame. And then they on top of that, they put the salsa, they put a little salsa on top, and it looked kind of like fucking paste picane sauce, you know. Forgive me, Pace, but that's not what you put on tacos al pastor. No, you don't. Yeah, it was it was weird, bro. And so I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this? And you know, like I I can't eat that much anymore. Like I'm gotta, mm-hmm. you know, even when I'm cheating, like I gotta be careful. So right, like right, right. I don't throw down and I don't eat like ten tacos. You know, I eat three, and out of the three, I gotta I gotta choose what I want. You know, so like. If I go to a place where I know the pastor is supposed to be good, I'll order a pastor. If I go to a place where the pastor is, you know, uh, where la lengua is good, I'll get lengua instead, you know. But I'll get two tacos asada and one taco or something else, right? I go to this place, I order a pastor, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I was I was left hanging. The steak was just okay, but like, you, you know, you go to a place – you can't go wrong with steak from, with with most places, even if it's a little shady. You know, at the worst, you get a steak taco you don't like. It's fine. You know, it's not gonna mess you up. You know, if, if you have a bad lengua, uh, well, you see, you have to work your way up to lengua. Yeah. Okay. You see, okay, this is how I see it. Okay. I agree. I agree. I know I, what you're gonna say, and I agree. It's like you have a steak taco. Mm-hmm. Okay. If, if you want to go classic, then you go like Toto, like Toto Nichols, they have ground beef tacos. There. Yeah. You start off with a ground beef taco. If you like the ground beef, you head to steak. If you like the steak, you go to Pastor. Mm. Okay, from Pastor, that's when you start getting, you start moving up. You can either go with Lengua or Barbacoa. Uh-huh. Okay, and make your way up from there. You know, because I've had, like, I've gone to, I don't know what possessed me to do this, but I went to Toto Nichols a while back. And I said, you know what? I want I want eight tacos. I don't know why I said eight, but I want eight, eight. tacos, eight. motherfucker. Eight tacos, eight tacos. Okay, so I said number eight. Four plus four equals eight. Okay? Motherfucker, you ate that many tacos? Relax, brother. Okay, Relax. okay, okay. okay. I'm sorry. I'm like sorry. Fatty. Right. Like, look at. Okay, I'm not trying nice. to shame you, man. I'm not trying to fat you shame you, but tacos. I don't give a fuck. Okay? I just I'm amazed, <laughs> man, because I can't I can't even. 
I can't even stomach that. That that shit would okay. fucking blow me up. But go ahead, continue. But what I did was this: I grabbed I grabbed eight tacos. I said, you know what? Let me get those. Those are picadillo. Those steaks. Those are pastor. And for some for some odd reason, they told me get um what you call it um man what did they call that shit? Biria, no 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 no. But no, 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 this is at Totonicos. So this was chicharron. Verde. Oh, tacos de chicharron. Okay. Yeah, yeah, chicharron verde. So I said, chicharron verde? Oh, they put chicharron with salsa verde. Yeah. Yeah, with salsa verde. And I was like, let me get that. Yeah. Right. I don't know what possessed me to do it, but I wanted it for some reason. <laughs> so I said, fuck it. Let me get it. So me being. The, the special ed kid that I am, I separate them. So I put like one of each kind on one, and then this goes for later. Uh-huh. You know, but you got OCD on that motherfucker. You're like, yeah, uh, I want OCD like one of each. And that was it. Uh-huh. So I, I ate the four, and I ate the last one was the chicharron. I'm like, man, this is, this is an experimental one. I got to eat this one last because in case I don't like it. I can always go grab one of the ones from over here and fill my need and not be done. You know? So I eat it and I'm like, Jesus Christ. This is fucking so fucking good. Really? I, ate, I dogged it and grabbed the other one and ate it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I'm looking at my own, I have no shame. Yeah. No shame at all. I'm eating. I'm like Jesus, but it was so good. But like you're right about that. You have to have a level, yeah, of how to eat because you can't just say, "Hey, give me a lengua." You have no idea how this place is. No, and you're you're gonna have a lengua, a taco de lengua, or yeah. like um, tripas or something like that. You can't you can't do that shit. You can't do I'm that sorry. shit. If you've you never can't. eaten at the place before and you don't know how good the food is or how how good the meat is, it's a new place to you. Steak tacos. Don't fuck around. Hey, no. Steak, don't, ta- don't. steak tacos. Don't even fuck around. I wouldn't even do picadillo because picadillo is is ground beef and ground mm-hmm. beef is meat that's left over. You know what I'm saying? That's the meat that they grind up because they can't find a way to like make it into a steak. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or it's leftover stuff. I'm not saying they're going to put snout in it or anything weird like that. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like like it's just you know the meat the odds and ends of stuff ends mm-hmm. up being your ground beef and you know you don't know how long that ground beef has been sitting around and if it's a place that's a little shady and by ground yeah. beef might be bad you know yeah so like rather than fuck around just go steak and if you you know and if if you're really worried about the place you know or you got a bad feeling, but you really want to try it. You know, you do two tacos, right? And then you can you could always ask for more after. You know, sure. but but for most part, most places, any 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 place, is pretty safe to just get a steak taco, right? But right. but you're right. Like when you start fucking around with all that other shit, that's when you get sick or something bad happens or you have a bad experience. You know, yeah, you don't want to fuck around with that shit. You don't want to fuck around. 
maybe the second time you're there or third time you're there and you're feeling up to it, you're right. That's when you're like, okay, I'll try the fucking chicharron con salsa verde fucking taco, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I didn't even know. They have, it's crazy, they have a, a giant list of what they make their tacos with. And it, yeah. and I didn't even know that that was on there. I it's wish on I would. there. It's something, it's something they just, they added it when they added barracoa. Mm. Okay, but it's like, it's like they take it off and they put it on. So here's the funny thing about what we're talking about. This is funny because Autoto Nico, I love that place. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love that place. That place is delicious. My favorite awesome. thing there is fucking, fuck, I think everything is my favorite thing there. But uh, Tortas de Sada is what I would like to get when I go to uh, Autoto Nico. For but, me, it's La Milanesa. The I, rest. Yeah. Oh, no. La Milanesa is good. Everything is good there. But yeah, tortas de milanesa, tortas de asada, uh, tacos de, de pastor, tacos de asada, like, you know, depending on what, depending on how often I go or and what I'm feeling, those are the things, those are the choices I usually go with. My oh. wife, we went, my wife went with me. We're sitting in El Tolnico and she's like, they got birria here. And I'm like, I don't know about that, baby. Maybe you should just leave that alone. She's like, no, I'm going to try it. I'm like, all right, go ahead and try it. Yeah. Tolnico has birria? Biria, but hold on. So I'm thinking, you know, I don't know about this. This is kind of, you know, but like, you know, I wasn't going to try it. I'm thinking in my head, if I really want Biria, I'm just going to go to the Biria place. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's down the street. It's like a block, two blocks over. Like I told her, like, if you really want Biria, we can just go. No, let's not go there. This just, we're here. I'm like, all right, fine. So she, 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 you know, she has her flight of tacos, you know, she's got, you know, asada, et cetera. And then she's got her birria. She eats the birria and she's like, this is nothing. Like, this doesn't taste it like, like anything. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, because I mean, Atorlonico, as good as it is, isn't really known for birria. You know, they're known for no, all the other things that we're talking about. You know, but tell you the truth is, Vida is something I know it's been around forever. Yeah, but but it's like it's something that's just it just started to pop up maybe one or two years ago. Yeah, and everybody's trying to get on the Vida bandwagon, right? So why risk it? Yeah, why chance it? If you really want it, then go like you said, go to the spot that does it. Yeah, it's two blocks yeah. away. It, exactly. Fuck it. Yeah. Give me, give me my six tacos. I'll go get two from over there, and I'll call it eight. Call yeah. it a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and uh, I was just like, nah, I'm okay. You know, I I, I actually wanted to kind of like stop over at the other place and take some media home, but yeah, I just figured, eh, it's probably for the best that I don't. You know, you know what? The other thing too about media, bro, I started noticing that when I eat it, I've I've had it with the cheese and I had it without the cheese, and I started to prefer it without the cheese. Oh, I don't even have it with cheese. You know? No, they the place that we went to us on Wednesday, the one place I was telling you about, that was like, yeah. The cheese it was it had a decent amount of meat. It's just that it didn't have the right seasoning to my for my for for what I want to call media. Mm-hmm. You know? And then they put a mouth of cheese in it though. You know, like they put it in they, it's like a quesadilla, pretty much. Yeah. Well, then they put the the meat in the middle of it, and that's how I was. I was dipping it. My girl was like, "What are you doing? I'm dipping it." Yeah. What do you mean dipping it? I said, "Sweetie, this is what they do." Yeah. Goes, I know, but it's like, 
Why don't you just pour it on there? Fuck that. I'm going all Mexican on it. Yeah. So, you know, pour it in there and I bit into it. I'm like, she's like, what do you think? I mean, it's okay. Don't get me wrong. But it's, it's, it's missing something. Yeah. You know, and then you know right away. Like, if we were to go to Totonicos and eat a taco de pastor, and we take something out, they're like, hey, there's something wrong with this. Yeah. Right away, you know. Yeah. We were so used to eating it, you know? Yeah. So, no, bro. I was like, I told you, you need to take me to another spot. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. But that place on 26th Street, I plan to go this weekend for sure. Dude, dude, don't even fuck with the tacos. Like, I mean, if you got time to, like, go home and, you know, and you, or you, you're you going to go someplace close, just get, just get the soup. Just get it in the, in the, in the little container. Don't even bother with tacos. Unless you're going to eat it right there, you know, then you might as well just eat it in a bowl there, you know, because like a soup. Mm-hmm. It's so much better because all the flavor is in the broth. Right, and, right, right. You know, like, you know, because you're saying, you know, you got to dip your taco, right? Oh, dude, it's so good. It's so fucking good. That place is good. And then they have a salsa. That salsa is specifically for that media. I That salsa is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And it goes so well with that media. And I, and I was like, damn, this is good. So I saved some of it, right? Thinking that I could eat it with like eggs or whatever. Mm. Doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's fucking magical salsa, dude. It, it doesn't work with that. It only works with media. It doesn't work with anything else. It does it. It acts. It absolutely fails with any other kind of thing. It only yeah. works with media. And when you put it on media, it's fucking magic. It's it makes the media ten times more delicious. But mm. but with with if you put it on something else. It makes that thing 10 times worse. <laughs> you serious? I don't know about 10 times worse, but it doesn't make it better. <laughs> it's magical salsa. The Ocotlan, the Patinas Ocotlan uh, on 26th Street, they have magical salsa that only goes with their media. It only works with media. It doesn't it work with anything else. doesn't work with anything oh, else. Oh, God. That's a specific sauce. Okay, it's very specific, dude. <laughs> I don't know how they make that shit. Uh, you know, Fuck, I don't know. Blood of the youth, who knows? Like, but it's it's magic and it only works with that fucking that fucking media. It's delicious. It's fucking This episode is sponsored by Patinos. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but Patinos uh Okolan, if you wanna <laughs> You'd be, be happy to be sponsored by you guys if you want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to sponsor us. Anyway, uh, better call it a night, man. It's getting late. Yeah. All right, really. Well, uh, thanks for the thanks for jumping on here, man, and, and talking oh, man. to me with uh, the Five Deadly Venoms. Ambedia. Ambedia. That's that's the name of this title. This is gonna be the name of the show. Yeah. Five Deadly Venoms versus Ambedia. Well, it's gonna be. It's probably gonna be something like retrospective like episode 120 or whatever this is and then retrospective five deadly venoms slash taco slash media talk (laughs) (laughs) yeah cool man cool all right man so uh thanks so much brother we'll catch you next time no problem bro yeah you too bro thank you have a good night all right later later later
The music you're listening to is titled In The Cypher, and it's by Bonkers Beat Club. You can find that over at Epidemic Sound. And if you do go over to Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so that they know that I sent you. Yeah, man, it was great watching this whole movie. Me and Cousin Primo, we, we dug in and got super nostalgic, man. So I hope you liked this episode. And if you did like this episode, we got plenty more on our website. You can head on over to theflowrollpodcast.com. There you'll find the complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can purchase some merchandise and help out the podcast. If you want to follow us on social media, I'm Edgar Otraves under the name Edgar Otraves. And you can follow Cousin Primo also on Instagram under the name the underscore real underscore Cousin Primo. And don't forget to follow the show on Instagram under the name The Floral. And if you did like this podcast, please like, subscribe, and share wherever you get your podcasts at and on social media and everywhere else so that we can keep growing. Thank you so much for listening. This is Ego Otra Vez. We'll catch you next time. Behave yourselves. Ladies. Ladies.